Last night out of the blue Drifting off to the evening news She said, honey, what would you do If you'd have never met me I just laughed, said, I don't know But I could take a couple guesses though And then tried to dig real deep Said, darling, honestly I do a lot more offshore fishing and that's Lee Bryce, A Woman Like You, off his Hard to Love CD. And I picked this song to start off this podcast as I getting ready. We're getting ready for the final weekend of Churchill Downs, moving over to Keeneland. We've got Belmont and Santa Anita this weekend. They're going to be very, very live. And because... I wanted the the Keeneland sales just concluded, and I really kind of wanted to talk to you a little bit about uh, something that a lot of people don't really get into, and that's the the breeding, the the pedigree breeding, uh, bloodstock, and we see all these huge price tags flying around, and and people get sucked into these prices because they believe that's what it takes to you know, to be successful at the track, and that's not true, um, I had, I've had the experience of being involved with a, just a phenomenal race mare, and that's Miss Locust Point, I bought her for 17000 in Keeneland, January, as a short yearling, and the beauty about that filly is that she taught me that if you believe in a horse, you stick with it. And by no means she was a big a purchase. I bought it for 17000 And the whole story with her is that uh, I bought her with Jim Reichenberg. Nick Zito was a partner of mine. And the way it worked was I was driving uh, that January, I was driving to to Keeneland for the sale and I had circled that I wanted to see a, a few dialed ins and a few other uh, short yearlings. Now a short yearling is a horse that just turned one years of age on January 1st and I love the January sale because it gives you an opportunity to buy these one year olds at, at a bargain price and you can turn them over at the Keeneland yearling sale if you raise them right, do it right and you get a good individual you can make money. As I'm driving in Nick Zito calls me, and he's like, hey, Bruno, hey, Nick, uh, you know, what are you doing? I said, I'm going over to um, the Keeneland Yearling Sale. Uh, I'm going to go take a look at some short yearlings. Hey, you know, have you seen any dialed ins? And I said, <coughs> interesting enough, I'm going in, and I'll never forget what he said to me that day, that morning. It was like 10 o'clock in the morning, and it's like 10-degree wind chill factor in, in, in Lexington. Hey, that dialed in. I think he's going to be the next day PND. And I really respect Nick. Nick has done everything in this game that 99.9% of people will never do. He takes his lumps now because people knock him. But I'm going to tell you something. He's done it all. Shouldn't knock the guy. 
The guy has been a legend and all of famer. And I said, Nick, you know, I'll go take a look at a couple. I like a couple. Oh, let me know something. I'll go in. So the first horse I looked by dialed in was a chestnut filly out of a first samurai mare um, at Paramount Sales, bar 19. And she came out and it's cold. I've got my scarf, I'm freezing. And she looks so warm. She's fuzzy, she's got long hair. Beautiful filly, chestnut with a big white face on her. And the way she came at me, I was, wow. She was a little offset on the right knee, but that wasn't going to be an issue because I loved the way she walked through the knee. And, and that's sometimes what gets, I, I see a lot of trainers, I see a lot of bloodstock agents staring at their legs. I love the way she moved towards me, the way she moved through the knees. Similarly to a filly that I bought for $9,000 named Bridget Maloney, who also walked through the knees beautifully, even though she was offset. And I still have those videos of the way they were built. And, but the way they moved at you, you had to like them. So... As I do with everything, I took a video of her. And I always check with my partner, Rudy Del Judas. I sent it in the video. He writes me back. She's back at the knees. I learned one thing. I don't argue with Rudy. The reason I don't argue with Rudy is because this is Rudy Del Judas now. He worked with Becky Thomas for 20 years. He knows a good horse. They were a, tr a force in the early 2000s in the two-year-old in training sales when two-year-old in training sales delivered really good horses. They were part of that. They sold million-dollar horses to Japan. They sold $2.7 million uh, horse, Sea of Secrets, at Barrett's. He, Rudy is top-notch. He's, he's my confidant. He's my consigliere. He's everything. So I learned not to argue, but I learned how to handle him as well. So... I love the filly. I thought she had a great body to her. She was going to grow up into a really good looking horse. So I waited till she was in the back ring and she's walking around the back ring and I took a video again and I sent it to Rudy, Del Judas again. And he texted me back right away. Oh, you got to like that. Love the way she moves. I said, it's a damn damn horse. <laughs> Make a long story short. I bought her for 17. Jimmy Reichenberg, uh, my horse partner at the time came in. Nick Zito bought a little piece. Um, and I owned the rest. I tried to get a couple other my clients to go into it, but they were turned off by the, by the, by the price. I, they didn't like her. I bought another horse that same sale for $20,000. Uh, actually, the sale earlier I bought $20,000 ended up being a, a Macho Uno colt that... Um, just was chicken shit. Then he, he would make the lead, prop his ears up, and not finish. You know, and, you know, but that, again, he was an individual. We only bought him for 20. But Whisper Numbers was the name of the mayor, and by dialed in, ended up being Miss Locust Point. Well, I got her back over, and she was raised in Ocala, 
we did a little bit where we straightened the knee out, where they just moved the knee over slightly and took her to Keeneland Yearling Sale. And she's a big, strapping, good-looking mare. We don't prep our horses. We don't put things in our horses that are, that are going to make them false-looking individuals or three-year-old-type-looking individuals and build muscle on top of bone that hasn't been developed. That's why a lot of those yearlings that you see look great. They look like three-year-olds, but yet they don't end up being anything because they're false. They're, they're built up with muscle on bone that isn't quite ready to handle that. And what happens? It falls apart. Bone isn't, isn't set right. There's no bone density. And the horses end up just being runway models. And you got all that money spent on them. That false price tag, you're going, ooh, $2 million horse, $800,000 horse. They don't have the bone to, to deal with it because they've been built up to be fluff uh, they're really fluff pieces. So here I go taking this filly. She gets in book five, book six. Everybody looks at her, don't like her. Ah, did that. When you get to book five and six at Keeneland, these guys want to see Secretariat for 15000 <laughs> You know, and that just doesn't work. You can't get perfection. I was talking to a, a bloodstock, uh, a, a, a syndicate owner uh, yesterday, driving home from, uh, from works. And he was telling me, you know, we gave such amount of money to the smaller trainer. And he went with one of the top bloodstock agents and he wanted perfection. Here he is in book five and six with $100,000 basically in his pocket to buy horses. And he didn't buy anything. Why? Because he wanted perfection. I shared the story of a number of years ago in 2012. I was uh, working a Keeneland sale, and a trainer came up to me from California. Said, "Bruno, I I'm having a hard time, you know, finding anything to buy. Can you help me?" I said, "Sure." Um, we found this quite American mare uh, filly out of uh, Kids Joy out of quite American filly, and I, I said. Listen, this horse is nice. You can get her for 25. You can raise her. She'll be a nice fillet. Well-bred, well-put-together. And he kept staring down at her. The, the filly had a cracked hoof. Now, she's a yearling. It's, it's going to be a year and a half. She's not going to run tomorrow. You can, that foot will grow out. It's fine. It's not an issue. It's just a crack in there. You see that a lot with yearlings. You don't worry about that. You worry about how they move through their knees and ankles and, and, and how they're built. Uh, he just, ah, Bruno, I can't, I can't, I can't get past that foot. I said, screw it. I bought her uh, for 25000 I paid the RNA price. She ended up being Famous Alice, grade one stakes mare that we sold for 140000 at two-year-old training sale to George Gregorian. And uh, Tom Proctor trained her. Her name was Famous Alice. Look her up. She won 190,000 grand one place. She's worth three times as much as that, four times as much as that at, in, in the breeding shed. So a lot of the times you get guys that just have money in their pocket. They don't want to spend it. They're afraid to spend it because they don't, they don't know. They don't get it. So when Miss Locust Point went there, we put a, um, I remember, again, we were with Paramount and Pat Costello, who I love to death. I think they do a great job. And I'm sitting there watching this mare. 
And every trainer and every person that I knew, you know, looked at her and turned her down. We just wanted 30, 35,000. We were going to make a modest little profit and move on. And I said, you know what, Pat, I believe in this filly. Put a 29 reserve, and if she doesn't get it, I'll buy her back. I'll race her. Um, I talked to the partners. Nick, obviously, you know, didn't want to wait another. He got out. We bought him out completely. She RNA'd for 27000 So got all the partners, you know, lined up. You know, I couldn't sell that filly, a quarter of that filly, until, you know, my partner jumped in again, Rudy. And we believed in her. I remember when he, in, in, in April he brought her out and showed her to me. And, and she has grown up and she looked fantastic as a two-year-old. But she wasn't quite ready to, to, to be pushed on yet. We waited on her. Finally, Rudy worked her one time. She worked, Miss Locust Point worked with Ms. and Max, um, who ended up running the first six races of her life, first and second, 190,000 out of my other mayor, Taxi Dancer. And um, we, she worked with Taxi Dancer, and Rudy called me and said, Bruno, she's a runner, but I, can't, I, can't, I don't have anything here to work her with because she wanted to jerk the head off of Miz and Max, and Miz and Max is a nice filly. I can't ruin her. So we ended up sending her to John Service. First work, 47 flat. John called me. I was at Saratoga. He said, Bruno, this is a fast mare. She's all speed. I, 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 don't, I don't know about her. I said, what are you talking about, John? You know, I love this filly. I think she'll be okay. Give her, you know, just give her a chance. Second work, she worked 48 and 2, much more relaxed. John called me, said, Bruno, I put her between horses. She swelled up. She's going to be good. She's all right. She's on race second, first time out. Then second time out, she won by five lengths. Easy. Drawing away from the competition at Parks, under a hold, right or never. I think Jorge Vargas Jr. was on her. Never moved on her. And I got a call from a bloodstock agent. And he said, um, I'll give you 200 for her. I said, listen, do me a favor. Go look at her. You go look at her and then come back and tell me, I want 300 but you got to go look at her. You'll understand why. He never did. She runs third time out in the gin talking at Laurel and wins going off. Wins by four, looks fantastic doing it. The sad part about this is on the flip side, Jimmy Reichenberg, my partner, never got to see that race live. His son passed away three days before at the age of 34. And Jim was just torn up. So I kept calling Jim, kept calling Jim, couldn't get a hold of him. Philly wins big. No Jim. Mike, what's going on? Where's Jim? Is Jim okay? We finally get a hold of Jim. He tells us the bad news that he lost his son three days before the race. And it was on December 31st, I want to say 2016 or 27, yeah, 2017. And now all the calls are coming in. Everybody wants to buy her. Everybody that didn't like her at Keeneland in, in her yearling year are now stacked up to spend 600000 700000 on her. I even got 
the great Brad Weisbord calling me up. And he tells me, you are going to take 630000 You are going to take that. And you're not going to say one word. I hung up on him. We ended up selling to Chuck Sasney. And John Service kept the Philly. And I kept a small little piece again. And she was a change, life-changing for me. We already had gone through this with Bridget Maloney. We had bought her for 9000 I had horrible partners that nicknamed a horrible name, you know, and didn't want to pay their bills. Didn't want to. Didn't say they couldn't. Didn't want to. I had to push them and prod them. She ended up earning 150000 for Gary Golo and I. Gary did a great job with her. We lost her via 32. She's still running to this day. She's won 20 races, earned over, um, I think, $400,000, Bridget Maloney. Pull her up. Bought her for 9000 So you can go down the list. You know, and now Miss Locust Point has earned 700000 She's running in the regret stakes on Saturday and, and eligible to win the $1 million uh, series prize that they've got that they're running this year, which is really a cool, cool thing. Um, she's set for a match showdown with Bronx Beauty. Um, uh, Anthony Margotta uh, uh, campaigns Mar uh, 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 Bronx Beauty. And these two mayors, Bronx Beauty and Miss Locust Point, are combined for 16 wins, all of them in the Mid-Atlantic region. And there's a $1.5 million in, earning, in earnings will decide the 2019 Match Series overall championship in the $100,000 regret stakes on the September 28th, Saturday at Monmouth Park. You know who I'm pulling for, Miss Locust Point and Jimmy Reichen. I sold her, I sold her to Chuck Sasney and in uh, December of 2018, um, uh, 2017, we got out of her, um, uh, Rudy and I. And But she's been a dream. She's been the kind of horse that you buy for 17, you, you RNA for 27, and then you, you sell her for six figures. And, and she's earned 690000 and she's, you know, she's basically, if she wins this million dollars, Miss Locust Point will be a $2.7 million horse that I bought for, for $17,000. Miss Locust Point. I, I got a pull for her. So when you're looking at all those prices at Keeneland Yearling and you're saying, wow, you know, this horse cost $1.7 million. Well, Miss Locust Point bought seven, which cost seventeen thousand. RNA for twenty-seven. She's a two-point-seven million-dollar horse. Why? She's two-point-seven because sold for seven. We sold her for seven hundred thousand to to the current group. She's earned six hundred thousand. That's one point three million, right? Well, she also they've already sold her breeding rights for five hundred thousand, so that's one point eight. 1.7, let's say. And if she wins the million dollars, she can be a $2.7 million horse. So all these guys are buying horses for seven, eight hundred, a million, million two, two million, eight point two million. How much do they gotta earn to break even? We bought that filly for 17. We bought 
Bridget Maloney for nine thousand, and they've earned four hundred thousand and 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 six hundred thousand dollars respectively. So when you're looking at those price tags at the Keeneland sales, you got to look at one thing. I want to look at book five and six. I want to look at at the at the Keeneland yearling uh, Keeneland wheeling sale in November, the Keeneland January sale for short yearlings. And buy these horses for 10, 15, 20,000. That's where the money is. Not buying horses for five, six, seven, eight hundred thousand. Like Baffert said after they walk right by American Pharaoh. He says they, they walk by the Triple Crown champion of 2015. They walk right by him. They didn't buy him. He was an RNA for 300,000. Just take a look at horses that have justified. He sold for 500000 but a lot of people turned him down because he had a high-end issue. American Pharaoh, they walked right by him at 300000 at the Keeneland, at the November, at the uh, August Phasing Tipton New York sale. He didn't sell. California Chrome, $11,000 uh, mayor nobody wanted. From a stallion nobody wanted. $2,500 stallion. Those are the three most influential horses that you have. At this time. They all came from modest means. American Pharaoh was out of a Yankee gentleman mare. What's Yankee gentleman stand for in Louisiana? 5000 7000 Justify. Out of a mare that didn't ra- Out of a mare that um, I don't think she raced. So, Arrogate, here's another one. Arrogate came from modest means, too. Nobody wanted the broodmare of Arrogate. One bloodstock agent went and looked at her and said, ah, she's too small. Guess what? Arrogate. So, when you're looking at breeding and you're looking at Keeneland and you're looking at the buy stock, I just went through probably my, one of my toughest weekends in, in my racing with Bruno bloodstock. I had a palace colt. Uh, hip 3406. We um, loved him. He's beautiful out of a posse mare, palace colt, beautiful mover, beautiful sized. Couldn't sell him. I wanted 39. We bought him back. We're going to take him to two year old in training sales. He's sound. He's good. Can't complain. Have a taxi dancer filly by, by uh, Temple City. Uh, the half to, um, uh, to Ms. and Max. And couldn't sell her. Didn't want, nobody wanted her. For, we bought her back for 37 She's going to go in the OBS sale. I might buy her back then, too. But you got to sell horses. She's beautiful, Philly. you got to go look at her. She put her. We put her in the supplementary in the OBS. I've got another one, Officer Leah, after Leah's dream. Nobody wanted her. She ran for a $16,000 claiming price. She's earned almost 300000 So... My point is, when you're looking at these price tags, don't look at the price tag. Look at the individual. It's break time here at Churchill Downs. I'm about done. Um, I wanted to share this story with you because I wanted to tell you price tags don't mean anything. It's the individual. Today's cards, we got Belmont. We've got some great packages for you. We just put up new packages. We got the Breeders Pickup Package. Go on 
to racingbruno.com. Take a look at the packages we have just up there. I think you'll really like them. I, I, you know, trust me, don't judge the book by its cover. And a little bit more brief, a little bit more Lee Bryce for you. I love the song, it's a great song. Have a good day. Last night out of the blue, drifting off to the evening news. She said, honey, what would you do?